Welcome to I Am, I Have, How It Helps, brought to you by Counselling Directory and Happiful Magazine. Every fortnight we'll be bringing you more information about mental health, emotions and how we can help ourselves when we're experiencing mental health challenges. I'm Lucy Donoghue and I'm joined by Lee Vells, psychotherapist, broadcaster and clinical director of the London practice. Welcome Lee. Hi Lucy, how are you doing? I'm great. It's good to have you here. Thank you. And today we're going to be talking about couples counselling, a subject that Lee has great experience of in his practice and also from his experience as the therapist on Channel 4's seven-year switch. Um, Can you tell us a bit about that, Lee? About seven-year switch? Yeah. Yeah, seven-year switch, what we did was we took four couples who were in disarray and we took them to Thailand and what we did, we swapped them over with a member of another couple and they lived as man and wife in a villa with with a stranger effectively and and how long did they do that for they did that for two weeks um and the reason why we placed them with a stranger um we put them with someone who would help um reflect back some of the issues that they were representing in their relationship in their own relationship and then you would go and speak to them throughout the process and set them set them kind of tasks to to look at themselves during that period yeah absolutely they had therapy with me every day um, and also I set tasks which were set just in order to hold a mirror up to, to how they were behaving in their relationship it was really interesting and and just shows how helpful it can be to see your traits in another person absolutely and well. that's that's some of the the, the biggest feedback I received back from other couples was, ah, it was like a light bulb moment. Ah, that person has that issue as well. Ah, that person has that issue as well. So it was really comforting for people to see who are in relationships that their issues don't have to be so serious. It, it's normal to have issues in a relationship and the types of issues that were reflected in that show. And nothing is totally unique. There might be circumstances that are unique, but but most things, there will be some commonality. Absolutely. We tend to have patterns of behaviour as human beings and relationships are the, the hard going. It's yeah. a constant work in progress. They are, which is why we're going to talk about couples counselling mm-hmm. um, today. So for our listeners, if they've not come across couples counselling before, can you just talk about what it is and how it can help? Please? So so couples counselling, how I explain it, it's my client would be the relationship. Get a couple who, who come that have a number of issues or, or something they want to work on. And what I do is I work with them on being able to communicate that to one another to help unpick what is actually going on in the relationship. What it's up to me to do is hold a mirror up to them to show them how they're communicating, how they're miscommunicating. I think there are a lot of representations of couples counselling on TV and mm. unlike Seven Year Switch, they're not all positive. Do you think that couples counselling is perhaps given given a bit of a hard time in the media and, and that sets a kind of idea of what people are coming into? Well, I was hoping, you know, to attach myself to a show like Seven Year Switch, I was wanting it to get the message across that relationships are hard work and it's normal to have issues in a relationship and I wanted to to normalise therapy as well. And you can see a clear, in the journeys of the people that were on the show, if we were talking about the show, for example, we can see a clear difference into how they came into the show to how they left the show through therapy, through therapy as an individual, but through therapy as a couple. Um, So, but what I do think is, you know, just thinking about these expectations and I think about, you know, you think about Hollywood movies, you think about Disney movies, they've got this idea that we live happily ever after and you find everlasting happiness that's not the case and and through therapy you are able to unpick the 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 negative way that you're responding to each other or communicating with one another and and just change that 
behavior and that that pattern of communication so you break the cycle i break that br- hopefully break the cycle and that's a re- that's really tough for people to to see that they that how they are participating in in creating this storm people always you know when we think about couples usually it's a blame game they're usually blaming their partner so it's really difficult to look at your your own actions and to take responsibility for them so how I work with couples is, you know, it's 50-50. I don't take any sides. It would be, it's unethical to take sides. And that's one of the myths, common myths that people have when they come to therapy. They think that they are going to be blamed for the, for the miscommunication or the struggles in the relationship. But that's not what we're here to do. I'm here to help them see where they're going wrong with each other and for them both to take responsibility. And I think that's really important, that space as well, that neutral space, mm-hmm. but also perhaps the reflecting that, that happens within couples counselling. You know, life is, is it's chaos. Life is crazy. We're, we're all struggling with whether it's career, family, finances, time. We all have these struggles. So to try and make time and keep nurturing a relationship, it's really hard work. It's not easy. So just to go back, to what I was saying about how couples are represented in Hollywood films and Disney movies and how they're represented, you know, in the Instagram era. Everybody's living a perfect life. Everybody's happily in love. Everybody's living a happily ever after because that's what people want you to see. But everybody struggles. And I think once people have that awareness, it, it gives them ease that maybe the issues that they're experiencing in their relationship is not the end of the world. It's, it's not, not the end. Absolutely. Yeah. That's really wonderful to hear. And we talked about commonality earlier on. You you did a wonderful thing last time we were talking, which was a Venn diagram. Mm-hmm. Can, you, can you talk through that a little bit? Yeah. Um, imagine two circles and we've got each member of the couple. Um, they overlap and they cre- that they create that the part where it overlaps is the relationship. Each relationship has different levels of over overlapping, if you like, um, and it's up to the the couple to negotiate what works best for them. Sometimes you can find one of the members of the couple want to be fully eclipsed, and then the other the other person needs a bit more. Um, independence needs to be have a bit more freedom so then that's something not working there so they need to negotiate so their circles are overlapping to a degree that works for both of them but there has to be a compromise in that they have to both of them need to negotiate that and compromise to some degree it can't be too one way or the other and earlier on as well you said that the Hollywood example I think it's also the honeymoon example so when we get together with someone there is lust there Mm. you know there is perhaps you're having sex more regularly Mm -hmm. than you are later on in your relationship and do you think there are stages to a relationship and is it about reaching acceptance as which stage you're at and how that is beautiful in its own way and it's dangerous to think that what you have in the beginning of a relationship that can continue because it can't a it would it would be absolutely exhausting and B, it, it, it's, it's unhealthy. So there are stages to a relationship and once a couple accept that they're at a certain point and, you know, there's no set time in this. People, it can be six months, the honeymoon period, it can be two years. But once people accept that, being in a relationship over a long period of time can be pretty mundane. You've got to keep working at it. You can get bored with each other. You can Your eyes can wonder. But, you know... That doesn't mean that it's the end of the relationship. You just have to keep working at it that little bit harder. 
That's really interesting, that, that acceptance that you're both human. Yeah, Because absolutely. you're in a couple, it doesn't mean that, that, that nothing will change. And if you're with someone for 20 years or 30 years, you, you've changed as a human being, surely, in that time. Absolutely. And I think what helps with couples when they are moving through the different stages of time together and different stages of life is to have a shared goal. Because, you know, thinking of, of, of people, you know, busy with families and, and um, busy with careers, but just to have a shared goal, what are the both, they have to have a goal, what they're working towards together. And that keeps them kind of in touch with one another. And, you know, just thinking of the different ways that people do keep in touch with each other. There's, and this is what what I do in in the therapy room with 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 my clients is help them, you know, the, physically, psychologically, um, emotionally, and what we tend to do in a long term relationship, we kind of forget the other person's there. We just become complacent. We take them for granted, and we just stop working at these things. We stop staying in touch. So we kind of move in like a a pattern that at the beginning stage, we're really into, into right, if you think about them circles, we completely eclipse at the very beginning. But then we can sometimes move too far apart where we're barely touching. And that's not healthy either. There has to be some level of, of overlap. We have to keep in touch with one another through the, the chaos of life. Absolutely. So if a couple are at the point where they want to come to relationship or couples counselling, what should they look for to make sure that that's a, a positive experience for them? It's a really good question, Lucy. Um, what I would advise for a couple who are looking for a couples counsellor, I would advise that they look for the therapist together. It has to fit them both. Even And this can be from a brief description to a picture. It's interesting why people are attracted to certain type of therapists. In my experience, I've had one member of the couple approach me and bring almost drag their partner. That partner's not willing to engage, so that they rebel, and it, that's that's not a good setup for therapy. So it's important that both members of the couple choose the therapist together. I can understand that because there would be a resistance, absolutely, in the room, which I guess you you don't want there. Abs- um, absolutely, because you're not going to be able to work with that person. It, it's it's just going to be destructive. Yeah. Are there any other considerations for a couple, for example, same-sex couples or perhaps couples who might want to seek a therapist who's kink-aware? I think when, you re- when you're researching therapists, if you look at their bio or you look at some information that they've shown about themselves or that they've written about themselves, I think it's important to find someone who you both connect to. To answer that question, some therapists do specialise more in one thing or another, so just do your research, have a little look out there and see what, what is available for you and who you both feel a connection to. And like I said, just for, it can be just through the, 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 the profile or it could be through, through a picture even. Some, people get attracted to somebody, just think, ah, oh, that's the type of person I can open up to. That can be a man, woman, older people. So that varies massively. With most therapists, will there be an opportunity to speak to the therapist before you you go and have the session or a, an introductory session should you should you take that opportunity to see if each therapist is right for you definitely and um, what i advise when seeking a, a therapist is set up a couple of appointments and go and see a couple and so you you can get a feel for what's out there don't i think the biggest danger with this is people can go and see a therapist and not feel connected or feel that the fit is right and it puts them off therapy and they can think that that's how therapy is and that's how all therapists are. That's not the case at all. So I would strongly advise that they see and set up a number of appointments with different therapists and just see who they can connect to. 
As well as seeking professional help, what can a couple who are experiencing relationship challenges, what can they do for themselves? Are there self-help practices you can recommend? Like I was saying earlier on about people being in a long-term relationship and the work, busy with work, busy with the kids, you, you forget to have fun. And what I, there's a number of, the, the, you know, the, the, the list could be endless, but I'll give you a couple of recommendations here. I would recommend, and what I've done many times, is recommend each 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 of the couple to write a fun list, something that they want to do, and take the other one on a date. So take each other on a date. It can be every week, but if every week feels a lot because everybody's busy, every even once a month, but you just got to bring the fun back into, into a relationship, and that's the one thing we forget to do in the busyness of life. I would also suggest um, listening to each other. Life is crazy busy for, 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 for many people. Sit down, find 30 minutes, an hour, and just just talk. Just catch up, keep in touch. What's going on with the day? Have half an hour each. It doesn't have, it doesn't have to be so prescriptive like that. But just really listen to each other and put the phones away as well. Because that's when the fo- when the phones are in front of you, you need to make sure that you're when you're listening, you are you are eye contact. You're not looking at the screen of your iPhone. Yeah. Phones are passion killers. Absolute passion killers. And then, do you know what? There's a, there is a massive issue with phones at the minute. It's, I work with phones. In fact, the majority of the couples I see, the, fo- the phone is an issue. And has that been a, a recent thing or over the last few years you've seen that that coming into the, the room? It's over the last few years. Yeah. It's, it's, it's embedded in our culture now, the, the phone and how... And especially I work with a lot of busy, pe- busy people, city people it's it's yeah the issue like you said it is a massive passion killer it's just it's just the, you know the person doesn't fit they're not present they're not really listening you have to give your time and be present for your partner you have to be disciplined you have to put that phone away I think that is the key piece of advice from today along with research your couples counsellor put your phone away it's a passion killer and make time for the person that you've chosen to to share your life with for however long and make them a priority so thank you Lee thank you That's Lucy thank you for listening to I Am I Have brought to you by Counselling Directory and Happiful Magazine if you'd like to read more about mental health and well-being head over to happiful.com and sign up to receive a free e-edition of the magazine every month If you're looking for local counselling support, you can find over 15,000 counsellors at your fingertips at counselling-directory.org.uk. Finally, if you need to speak to someone immediately, the Samaritans are available 24 hours a day on 116 123. And you can also email joe at samaritans.org. Help is available. This podcast has been produced by Happiful. If you've enjoyed listening, please subscribe, rate, review and share on social media. We hope you'll join us again soon.